welcome welcome back to sky's the limit podcast everyone thanks for tuning back we have a very special guest today and we will be talking about sex boundaries relationships and so on so if you can introduce yourself yeah so my name is isabel maria aka the real spiritual stripper um i am a female empowerment coach i am a semi-retired stripper not stripping right now though i have a feeling i will make a debut sometime again in the near future (laughs) because it's too much fun to not go back um but right now i am focusing my efforts on just really working to empower women sexually and to just create an open and fluid fluid narrative when it comes to sexuality let's give her a round of applause female empowerment so fun. sexuality sensuality mm-hmm. don't be scared of those things those things are so empowering and beautiful and i think society like most of the world in society has just suppressed female desire female like expression of desire and pleasure absolutely and I, yeah. i'm so excited to dive in with you and mm-hmm. talk more about if you're specializing in it just like knowing somebody who can talk about it and be nonchalant like it's just it is what it is absolutely just being able to have an open conversation when it comes to sexuality because sexuality is something that is so deeply ingrained in every single one of us men and women whether or not you want to admit it yeah absolutely and it's something that has been repressed and not talked about for a really long time and unfortunately that hasn't gotten us to a very good place it's important to be able to speak about things especially something as deep and something as intricately woven as sexuality so it's nice to just create an open narrative we can talk about it we can share our experiences we can heal because with any sort of repression of anything there comes a lot of shame and a lot of uncomfortability and so it's nice to be able to talk about things and to let some of that shame and that trauma go so shed it shed some light baby yes (laughs) shed it that is one of my really big goals with the work that i do right now that's amazing i'd Mm. love to Low key, I don't know if anybody else knows this. I just told her, but I originally wanted to start this as a sex podcast and normalize sexual health for especially young youth, young, old, whatever, people that haven't gotten healthy sexuality, like teachings in high school or elementary school. Like it's not like most places give the most in-depth. It's very like heteronormative. It's very penile like absolutely type of sex and like people just see porn and assume that is what any other kind of unknown sex is like but it's all a lot of like showmanship everyone so don't believe everything you see absolutely but there's tips in there there's also good things (laughs) (laughs) if you've never had sex it's not the worst thing in the world to go and yeah take a couple tips this is what you should do this is what you shouldn't do find some kinks yeah some nice like experiments of like ooh, that looks like a fun uh position to work with or something like that but overall porn is like another beast entirely (laughs) i could get fucking so deep talking about porn honestly (laughs) because i just think about all of these things all day every day and porn (laughs) i don't know 
we don't need to get into that because maybe a fucking, next episode. yeah <laughs> next episode part two part two yeah. part two about porn yeah but oh, it is so true like there's basically no education on not. sex when it's you're growing up you know and there's like yeah if i had been given more information personally like i would have created a sexual life for myself when i was younger that was completely different than and that didn't was. traumatize me and that didn't fuck me up you know because we're basically just sent out to into the world With just like no don't have sex or you're gonna get stis and just like good luck out there yeah. and that's basically it you know so to me that's just absolutely wild and that's actually something that i've thought about a lot of i would love to have the opportunity to like educate young people like a sex workshop yeah about like a- how to have happy healthy sex especially for women because we're not told that it's about us it's always about the male counterpart even if you're not a female that is into men you're always being told about what men like and this is what will please a man i'm like what about us absolutely and what about like moving through the world in a way that's going to keep you safe when it comes to sex you know like kind of segueing into what we're talking about today talking about boundaries it's like women knowing how to set boundaries and how to uphold boundaries and how to stand up for themselves and how to say no is such a huge integral part of women having a healthy sex life you know like i don't necessarily know if i would go as far as to say that i've ever been like sexually assaulted or anything in my life but i would definitely say that there are like more than one time that i tell a guy no and we end up having sex anyway and And i wake up the next day and i feel so bad about myself because i'm like that's not actually something that i wanted to do and and that's not something i feel comfortable with also teach men that no is not an ego bruiser like if somebody says no, just like if somebody offered you a muffin and you fucking said no, but then they ram it down your throat, pretty sure you would be happy about it. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I think there's just a lot of masculinity that's like very fragile and toxic. And we need to also address that elephant in the room because there's a lot of people that raise their sons to just believe they can take what they want. And if they want a girl, they can go after her and basically harass her until she says yes. Or she might say no, but then it happens. And I've been in that same boat. Like, yeah, it's not Where you say fun. no and then they just, like, keep kind of pushing it and pushing it and getting you super turned on and just, like, keep trying to have sex with you until you're so turned on that you're like, yeah, is- I'll have sex. And then as soon as it's over, it's just like, yeah, that's not Consent. Like you getting me so riled up and constantly just like pushing and pushing and if pushing. I wasn't feeling it, bro, until you I wasn't push fast the boundary. It. Like that is not consent, and that's not something that pe- people should feel comfortable with. Another so just round little of things applause. like that, you know. <laughs> like these are the narratives that we need to be having. These are the conversations that we need to be having. This is literally so something important. I want to get into. Like I wish you were staying. She's low key leaving, y'all. Yeah. Just FYI, I'm moving to Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> Drop thirteen mom. days, which is really crazy. Crazy. So really it's crazy. fun that we're connecting literally yeah. the day before I leave. Like um, I'm, I'm leaving met, Vancouver tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we met up a few, what, a week or so ago? Or maybe a week ago, yeah. A week ago, and I picked up some stuff from her on Marketplace, and then we just ended up talking for legit like 30 or 40 minutes outside of her apartment. I was like... Why don't I just interview this girl? She seems cool. Like, we have a vibe, and Absolutely. I'm spiritual, and like, you t- you're the spiritual sw- stripper. Like... <laughs> clearly you're spiritual and it's dope to like connect with other spiritual people like mm-hmm. roughly our age mm-hmm. people that are very into talking about quote-unquote taboo things that absolutely might make some of y'all uncomfortable but we also want to make it a space where it's not uncomfortable to talk about and mm-hmm. it gets normalized to a point where it's like oh 
a sex podcast, that's really cool. Like, I want to know what they're going to teach us today. And, like, you can never stop learning. So might as well hop on and take some notes, everyone. Get your booklets out. Yeah. <laughs> Grab a pen tea. and paper because we have some fucking doozies for you. Yeah. I hope you're ready stout. for it. <laughs> yeah. So, what Amazing. part do you want to start with? Um, well, I feel like we kind of segued into, like, boundaries a little bit there. Yeah, that's true. Um, and boundaries for me, like... And so many aspects of my life have been so crucial for me and so life-changing. And so that's like really an integral part of relationships in like any capacity, you know, whether it's like romantic, sexual, platonic, friend, family, whatever it is, like boundaries are really the basis that we can use to keep our relationships healthy and keep ourselves healthy more than anything else. But also to respect your time, your emotional capacity Mm -hmm. to allow other people in because I think my biggest problem with boundaries have been not necessarily just being a yes man but like helping others more than I'm being necessarily re-contributed to so like I'll go out of my way for friends family partners but like then I'm depleted of my energy and I, I should have actually said no to this because it really they didn't need me necessarily but I wanted to be there for them and just knowing when you should say no is probably the biggest boundary you'll learn about yourself absolutely especially if you're like a pleaser like i'm not a people pleaser but i am i love to give others like happiness and like give my energy freely but if covid has taught me anything it's that i don't necessarily have the stamina i used to have before the pandemic Mm -hmm. because we were so stimulated there was clubs there were like concerts there's all these things all the time and then when covid everything shut down like you really have to kind of turn into yourself. You mm-hmm. have to, what is it that I actually want versus what are the things that are distracting me from the things I actually want? Absolutely. And when everything really kind of falls away, it's really interesting to see what you choose to rebuild with. Yeah. And it's also a matter of, um, like, you kind of just get used to a new norm. You get used to, like, a new energetic signature. And then, like, for me personally, before the pandemic, yeah, I was constantly running around, constantly doing shit. Not taking time for yourself. No, not taking never. time to, like, And I was so burnt out. Me- and now it's just like noticing how I feel when I am more like quickly intentional though. with my energy and yeah. noticing how good I feel and how much more spacious I feel and everything. It's like it's good to as you move into a different way of life again to still continue to bring those old or I guess like in some ways new, new values yeah. in, right? But things super important. You didn't even know you needed. Mm-hmm. So like for me, like there's I left out toxic really it wasn't necessarily toxic the whole time but it became toxic because the other person refused to grow Mm. so like once it becomes stagnant i'm like i i can't like i become depressed i get become anxious because i'm like i know where i want to go yes but you want to stay here down here and i i'm just a rocket ship like i just want to keep going sky's the limit Mm -hmm. (laughs) get it (laughs) pun intended everyone (laughs) but like i don't want to be held back Absolutely. And I think it's unfair to stay just because there's history. Mm-hmm. And yeah, four years is a long time, but also like the rest of my life is a long time. So Absolutely. I think choosing yourself, even if it hurts, is better than choosing someone else who's going to leave you anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so girls, here, here, like leave his ass if you <laughs> And honestly, like when it comes to boundaries, basically the basis of boundaries and how well 
you are able to implement boundaries and how well you're able to uphold boundaries is all just a matter of self-love and self-worth is what it comes down to is if you don't believe that you deserve good things then you're never going to set boundaries and you're never going to tell people how they're able to show up in your life because you don't believe that you deserve any better and it's also your self-talk like boundaries and self-talk are so interconnected because if you're talking down to yourself and you're looking in the mirror and you hate everything you see Maybe you don't look like that girl at Starbucks or that girl that you passed in the mall, but you are you and you have something uniquely beautiful about you that nobody else can possess. So Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on what you don't have, focusing on what you do have and how you can accelerate that and how you can embellish that and get dressed up every day if that's something that makes you feel good and mm-hmm. or just wear sweats if like that makes you feel comfy <laughs> i love wearing i was wearing sweats earlier and then it got hot i was like i feel like wearing a dress now yeah two sides same side it doesn't really matter what you do as long as you're feeding your own happiness Absolutely. and you're putting your goals ahead of just some guy or like some friend that just calls you when they need you Mm -hmm. like you want mutual relationships you want people that also have boundaries and that you don't necessarily use up all their energy or just being mindful i think is the key to boundaries is mindful for sure for sure like a way to tell that you are kind of in need of a boundary is to be mindful of your energy and be mindful of when you're feeling burnt out Mm -hmm. be mindful of when you feel overextended if there are certain people that after you hang out with them you feel bad you feel burnt out you feel exhausted if you feel like you're being taken advantage of in a work situation a social situations like being able to know if you should and need to set a boundary is really just getting to know your energy and noticing when your energy is being like fucked up and disrupted by other people. And then figuring Literally out a way- Literally keep notes, people, because this is like, <laughs> so many people don't even take a look though. They're like, no. oh, I've been friends with them since we were like toddlers, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you even fucking like that bitch? No, mm-hmm. like you could have liked her at two, five, six, but y'all are 20 now. Like people change so much in Absolutely. like two decades. You need to re- analyze and i used to think that's a bad thing losing friends or like Mm. having shorter friendships but for me i just like when you move from one province to the next and like you kind of have to just start fresh start Mm -hmm. like making new friends fast some people don't work out some people come into your life to teach you a lesson for sure and then some people come in to stay a little longer but i don't think anybody's permanent Mm. and i think that's what like the forever idea like i don't think that's fair to put on people like just because you're really close right now doesn't mean you're going to be really close next year. Mm-hmm. And like life changes and different boundaries come up and you're like, okay, well, now I can't give this much time to you. So, or you moved countries or you, and you're moving a country. Like, it's I not am. like we're going to hang out every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's cool to have online friends. It's cool to have people you can meet in other countries and like mm-hmm. build those connections that way and not be so pigeon held on like, I need this person all the time. Or like, I am privy to their energy Mm -hmm. all the time you meet people on like a vibrational match level of like depending on where you are in your life and the things that you're doing and the level in which you're vibrating it's like you're gonna draw in people and you're gonna resonate with people who are in a similar life style as you and living a similar energetic signature you know so it's like as you grow as you expand as you begin to evolve and develop 
naturally some of those relationships that aren't necessarily matched you anymore are going to fall away and it is a sad thing of course but at the same time it's such a big indication of growth and that you're moving on to bigger and better things and you and can you mourn these friendships away. you can mourn of it's course. not like you just like oh i don't care mm-hmm. it's like i've mourned so many friendships and like i even think about some old friends that i'm like oh i hope they're doing so well like mm. i always wish the best for even people that might not have treated me the best but I still hope everybody can grow and become better versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. The worst thing I could think of is being the same you were in high school. Like, that's not a flex. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I think growth is a flex. So. For sure. And Just you can even, reaching. you can mourn old versions of yourself as well. You know, like you have letting go of anything that you get to know well and letting go of anything that you feel deeply comfortable with. Like as you become a better person and as you grow and as you develop, you're also going to be letting go of parts of yourself that you got really comfortable with. And even if they're toxic as fuck, (laughs) you got to know them really well and you vibed with them for a long time. So it's a natural thing to even mourn just the loss of Of the old version of yourself, you know, let alone these relationships that you had, like saying goodbye to anything that was a big part of your life is always going to be hard. And of course, feel that and process that and hold that feel in whatever the way you need to. Low. And then eventually you just let it go, you know, when the time let is right. Go. Let it let go. It go. <laughs> Literally, if that let isn't like the motto of my fucking life, like so many times a day, I'll like notice myself getting a little bit like riled up about something and I'll notice my mind starting to get frustrated and I'll be yeah. like, I'll just notice it in my body, like energetically. And I'll be like, oh, like I need to not think about that anymore. And I literally say to myself out loud, I'm like, let it go. <laughs> so if you're ever stressed, the next, you just say it with us. Yeah. Let it go. Just sing it out. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I think even if you're tone deaf, y'all like singing and just like having a song that you love to like play when you're frustrated, or, like scrubs is mine. That's so funny. <laughs> that's like a good vibe song. That's like like you like, need like a little <laughs> re-up and you're like, ain't no scrub. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's not about a scrub, it. it's just like any like minor inconvenience. It's like, no. Any situation that's just like not good enough for you, you're like, fucking scrub. No. I'm out of here. <laughs> so key uh, in this conversation so far. Let yourself feel emotions, let it flow, but also let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Absolutely. So I have a question for you. Yes, please. What is a situation most recently that you set a boundary in? Um, Can you think of anything? I feel like not to like talk about something that I shouldn't be talking about, but it's just like we had a little kerfuffle the other night because I went over to my friends and helped her with like a little breakup situation, just like being a good friend and being there for her. But Loki I should have eaten before I went over because we had some wine and I feel like I'm just lightweight. <laughs> and it was too much. And I feel like there there was a, just he was like startled that she came in, he was showering and mm-hmm. like the door was open. Mm-hmm. So he like reacted and guys are loud. And But like my drunk ass is like, oh, why are you being so loud? And like, I just, I get so retreating because like I've been with guys that are actually intentionally yelling to hurt me and I know Mm. he wasn't like he was just startled Mm -hmm. but because I was already drunk I'm already in like a lower vibration Mm -hmm. I'm I'm tired feeling triggered yeah Yeah. and and he's triggered yeah alcoholism has been a problem with his like exes and like Mm. people he's loved in the past so like not that (laughs) 
three glasses of wine i'm a drunk i'm just a lightweight okay y'all i'm the same way three glasses of wine and i'm like done like i'm not doing anything tomorrow girl is fucked up i definitely feel that it was like i didn't plan on drinking that much wine but we're I'm a social drinker. I'm just drinking to hydrate and I'm not realizing that I should probably have stopped it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, but for me, I didn't let, like in other relationships, I would have allowed it to turn into an argument or we would have fought or there would have been a yelling match because guys our age are also like, they want to be like, well, what's wrong? And da, da, da. But he's like a lot smarter and he's 40, y'all. I think we already covered this. Uh, <laughs> but he's like mature enough to know that, okay, she's drunk. Like, there's no point in really talking right now because it's just going to escalate. And so he, like, apparently I fell asleep a little bit and then I woke up and brushed my teeth and washed my face. Oh. <laughs> and like, it could have been a bad situation, but he had the boundary to not allow himself to like react in those emotions. I didn't allow myself to react in those emotions. So we both set boundaries for ourselves to be a healthier version of ourselves and then we talked about it last night i love that and he told me his version because he's the sober one and i'm like what <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah but then we can talk about it and he's still like a little just upset about it but at least he's like talking in a very calm manner and i don't mm-hmm. feel targeted or anything it's just it's nice to be able to have those boundaries not have to fix it right away because i used to be one who wanted to like let's fix it right now da-da. but there's I'm glad that I've learned to like slow down and give myself the boundary that it doesn't have to be fixed in one night. Mm-hmm. It's okay if some like we don't ever really go to bed mad. Like if this is like the third time in nine months that we're getting like going to bed without re- resolving anything, mm-hmm. I think we're doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, which like, is sometimes healthy as well. You know, sometimes when it is the end of the night and like you're a little bit drunk, he's a little bit tired, whatever's going on, it's not the worst thing in the world to be to like, you know what, like let's talk day. about this. <laughs> yeah, when we both have a little bit more space and we have a little bit more energy to be able to actually have a conversation. And right? sit with those feelings. It's a healthy like, thing. Having the boundary to sit with that feeling mm-hmm. and be like, this isn't a forever feeling. This is how I'm feeling right now. But also just being thankful when it does flow. And it just, it's so easy. That's why it's like so funny because it's like, this is like a blip. Like, right? Like, I went, helped my friend, got a little too drunk, came home, didn't even eat. So I should have probably eaten. And then the next day, I'm just like starving. And once I'm eating, I'm like, oh, I feel like myself. <laughs> like, mm. hangry and drunk and not mm-hmm. cute, girls. Make sure you eat before you drink wine. It's all I'm saying. Absolutely. <laughs> Words of advice. Yeah. <laughs> that's really sweet. So, it sounds like a, you guys have a nice dynamic. That's the one boundary that <laughs> literally happened this week. So yeah. I'm like, oh, like, I wish I, obviously, there's like, I could wish this or that, but I'm just happy that it happened. I, I feel bad that like he felt upset, but it's also like, I'm happy he like wanted me to go see my friend and like we were supposed to cook together and like so he gave he he didn't want to be selfish with my time because if my friend needs me he wants me to be able to be that person I am Mm -hmm. and but at the same time it's just you gotta do best with what you have Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the time you have it so and like those inconveniences are going to come up. You can sit there and be yeah. like, oh, I wish I had only had two glasses of wine exactly. or eaten before. It, it happened. But at the same time, it's also like a bonding experience to know that like you can fuck up and you can be the imperfect human being that you are. And your partner isn't going to hold it against you and you guys are going to be able to like have some conflict resolution. And do because better you for wanna, next time. Yeah. Now, okay, two glasses, exactly. bitch, that's all you get. Or one glass <laughs> if you don't eat, one glass is all you get. Yeah. Because you don't realize the compound effect. For me, being a lightweight, two glasses back to back, I might not feel it, but on that third one, oh, I'm feeling it because now it's like compounding. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay. 
So just like the exact same way down and just mm-hmm. being more aware again. But when you're like heated and you're talking and like drinking, like you're not realizing the effects until you come back and like you're feeling you're like, oh yeah, walking. I I'm starting to feel woozy. <laughs> I never notice how drunk I am until the morning after. When I like wake up and I, I like I calibrate how drunk I was the night before by like how hungover I am the next day. Yeah. You're like, and it's not very often that I wake up with a hangover anymore. Um, but when I do, I'm just like, ooh, girl. Like what happened last night? Got a little bit carried away. Um, but sometimes we need those experiences. I feel like when I was younger, I would, if I like woke up with a hangover or something like that, I would spend like the next day kind of beating myself up about it. No, and now that's I wake a waste. up with a hangover. <laughs> yeah, it's such a waste. Like, yeah, drinking isn't the best decision. Yeah, maybe I got a little bit too, too fucked up the night before. But at the same time, experience your life, enjoy yourself. Like, yeah, don't, don't hold be. Yourself back. Yeah, and just like treat yourself with love and respect and kindness always. Yeah, you might have fucked up a little bit, but that doesn't mean you're a bad human being. No. And you can still, sh- like, treat yourself with respect and love. So. It was just bad timing, y'all. Bad timing. Absolutely. But it's good to have those experiences because then it's like, okay, well, if we can handle this, then it feels like we can handle anything. And even if there's, like, we're in more of an emotional state, we can know, okay, we can step, take a few steps back, come back to it tomorrow or the next day, like, when we have more emotional strength to take that on. Because I think also when you're tired or overtired and drunk or, like, incompensated, like it's not the best time anyways to resolve anything no because i think especially when people are drunk it's just like you might go into a spiral right like it might just like turn into something bigger than it has to be mm-hmm. so i'm glad like it didn't have to be resolved and we ended up talking anyways and yeah it sounds like you guys dealt with it in like a very healthy way yeah. which is a good indication of like a relationship that has the potential to be able to last Last longer than a few years. <laughs> yeah. Because yes. you're going to have conflict. Yeah. That's just Conflict's a, life, a like. natural part of being in a relationship with somebody, especially living with somebody, being so close to somebody. You're going to have your fights and knowing that you and your partner can fight well and fight in a way that is healthy okay. is really important. Shout out, so, babe. You're the best. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Thanks I, for dealing with I, me. <laughs> I've never met you, but I can already say that I'm impressed. <laughs> so I love Thank it. Thank you. Respect. Yeah, showing up well. Yeah. I'm Amazing. For you, what about your boundary for recent boundary? Ooh, uh, I am setting boundaries with people always. Like, my most recent boundary is I met somebody randomly i met like a group of people randomly on sunday because i was just sitting at the beach by myself having a drink um i was walking back and i stopped to ask somebody for a cigarette and so i was like standing there chit-chatting with him his friend came out of the bathroom and was like hey uh do you want to come and join us at a bar we were just playing hockey a bunch of us are going to get together like you're welcome to come if you want so i of course joined them because i was honestly i left the house that night like looking for serendipitous serendipitous experience to be able to go out like I was just in the mood to like hang out with friends but I don't have a ton of friends in Vancouver anymore I haven't been here in almost a year That's true. Yeah. and so um of course I went and joined them and we all ended up a group of like maybe five of us went to the strip club afterwards and then we all went back to my uh yeah number five orange yeah which is like as a stripper like I fucking live to go to the strip club so (laughs) like I was the the one that was like okay like after party at number five like let's go and everybody was down which was fun and then we went back to my place and chilled um and there was one of the guys that like nothing ended up happening that night but he messaged me the next day and was like hey like I really like you I'd love to 
to see you again before you leave. And I like definitely was vibing with him as well. I thought that he was cute and we had a nice energy. And so I invited him over a couple days later. And like, disclaimer, like I am currently like, I don't know, quote unquote celibate. Like I'm not having sex with anybody until I meet somebody that I want to, to like to actually better. date. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're and smart. so, yeah. Take notes, ladies. <laughs> celibacy can empower you. And she's Absolutely. a stripper saying 100%. that celibacy works, y'all. Celibacy is so good. And so I'm being very intentional with my sexual energy right now. But I'm also like a fucking nympho slud that just like... <laughs> Yeah. You know, like I, the day that I had him over, I literally like had such crazy dreams about getting fucked that night that I woke up in the morning and immediately masturbated. And I just spent the entire day just being like, fuck, I'm so horny. Like I didn't even know what to do with myself. And so Yo, I invited I this guy over that props night. Props to you, girl. Like, I don't know if I could be celibate personally, but it's hard, but it's so worth it. Like I go through celibate stints like quite often and it's just such a nice way to like reclaim your power and to just not distract yourself with men, you know? Like I'm at a point where I don't really like to have sex if it's not with somebody that I like love. Well, and that doesn't mean that we're going to be together forever. Like I but... think you can feel like when I was younger and I was having more like you know less emotional ties with guys <laughs> being single like i can see like it was fun you're 18 19 it's fun just to have like little side pieces but i feel like after 21 i was just like i don't want to fuck with anybody that no. like i'm not going to be dating or isn't going to be like a long-term partner because i feel like a too good to give away for free yes um, <laughs> 100% and B it's just like they don't necessarily ever deserve it anyway so it's no. like I might as well be more choosy with it I might Absolutely. as well be more intentional yes. with who I allow to it's all about close. intention yeah because that shit will drain you like when you're allowing it, like yeah. random dudes like to take that much of your energy yours, there's yeah. an attachment it's a big people energetic don't want to believe it but and you don't need to take on fucking shitty dudes energy like straight into your pussy and straight into your heart like, like even if you have so a condom all that shit's still yeah. getting in yeah 100% <laughs> condoms do not protect you from energy yeah. like you're taking that shit on like full force um and so yeah I invited this guy over that night and before he came over or anything I was like I'm just gonna let you know right now like you can come over and finger me and eat my pussy and I'm not gonna do anything to you I'm not gonna get you off we're not gonna have sex like this is what's gonna happen nice. and he was like yeah he's like I'll like I'll get off spiritually like I just fucking love being around you like I don't Aww. care and so literally he what came over huge. yeah he Shout came out. over we like drank some wine we like chatted for a couple hours and then he literally like fingered me and ate my pussy for like a fucking like solid like hour or two and it was so hot and he just treated me and then at the end of the night I was just like yeah thanks for coming over oh my god <laughs> sent him on his way you know are you listening to the tea like you don't have to allow them any pleasure because there are guys out there that just enjoy your energy and actually want to treat you like a goddess absolutely as you should honestly as you should being a stripper completely changed my view of what i deserve from men in the way of like i was thinking about it if i was like in the club and sold a private room and had the experience that i did with this guy in a strip club that would have been like a fucking five six thousand dollar night for him you know what i mean so it really changes things around of like i've had guys that will literally give me a couple thousand dollars in the club for fucking sitting on their lap and playing with their hair and lingerie 
And then meanwhile, girls are out here thinking that they need to like suck a dude's dick for an hour girls. to like be deserving of love. And it's are like, you no, your no, pussy is so powerful <laughs> and you deserve to just be treated like a fucking queen. And there are guys out there, like not every guy. Not there every guy. Are, Let's be real. Let's yeah. Be real. There are a lot of guys that if I had invited them over they and even like, if I said... Fuck? Yeah, even if I said we're not going to have sex, like they, they would have been trying the entire time to have sex with me. And that's another thing. If we any male listeners, because she's going to be posting this on her sexual or spiritual, <laughs> sexual stripper, uh, the spiritual stripper. Spiritual sorry. stripper podcast. Yes. yes. She's going to be posting this on hers. So male listeners, female listeners, they, them listeners, y'all take notes because whether you're male, female, just being an a human who can hear and see consent like if somebody's consenting to xyz doesn't mean the rest of the alphabet is up up for like debate absolutely you need to be listening and being intentional with if you do if you do want more and you vocalize that and they're like oh no that's great but like maybe another time then that's that like mm-hmm. don't keep pushing like i feel don't like people are so pushing. pushy people are so pushy people our age especially i yeah. feel like people uh, guys in their early teens late 20s even even guys with their whole life or females their whole life people their whole lives can be very expectant of what others should give them or For what sure. an interaction will be so he could have totally been like um so I'm supposed to just do something for you and you're not going to do anything for me. Yeah. So the fact that you got that girl, I'm so blessed. Like, yes. Yes. And this is not the first time. Okay. I have two (laughs) things to say to what you just said. I have two things to respond. Um, There are guys who literally their entire dating game is pushing girls boundaries and just refusing to take no as an answer and just continuing to like push the envelope. It is like super rapey vibes and like guys, it's not a good look. And girls, when when guys do this like Run. fucking say no set the boundary don't allow them to continue to push your boundaries like that's not how it should be and number two this is not the first guy that i've had an experience like this with this is like how i date is, she's smart y'all she's yeah, smart it's an interview process yeah. of like i'm not giving guys too much right off the bat if guys want to hook up with me and if guys want to get me off then that's on them and once again tying back to the entire self-worth thing is i know that I am worth a dude fucking eating my pussy and getting me off and treating me because I deserve that and because a guy chooses to treat me in that way does not mean that I owe him anything because he out of the kindness of his heart decided that he wanted to get me off and he wanted to treat me so thank you so much but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna (laughs) reciprocate and I like I let guys know this right off the bat I'm very upfront with my intention yeah yeah so you can't get upset with me you can't sit here and talk shit because yeah. you knew what you were getting yourself into and i think being upfront as a female and especially like somebody that people ne- might not necessarily take seriously especially when you're younger like a teenager or something i was always super upfront with boys and like those boys would still be like oh but i love you and i'm like whoa um <laughs> cool your jets <laughs> <laughs> thank you i know i'm a lovable person um, <laughs> but it's just so uncomfortable when you're like i just want to fling 
Like, I just came out of a long relationship and, like, I'm moving to the island. Like, I don't want to be with anybody. Mm-hmm. But then, again, guys pushing their boundaries. It's like, well, you let me on. Did I? I was like, literally, I have been so upfront. Absolutely. I've been so upfront. Yeah. And it's just frustrating when people refuse to hear you mm-hmm. because in their own head, they're like, well, I'll convince her. I'll find a way. Absolutely. It'll happen. And it's like, stop lying to yourselves, yeah. please. Like, if a girl is being straight up with you, believe her ass because usually the most outspoken us <laughs> are gonna be telling you the truth like we For don't sure. i don't want to lead anybody on that's no, the worst fucking feeling never. when you're like i would never do that because mm-hmm. a that's a shitty thing to do and b i'm not i don't like using people i don't want to use anybody so mm-hmm. therefore if i'm telling you hey i like you i like spending time with you it's nice to hook up but i don't want a relationship with you because a, I've already come out of one. I'm just tired, girl. I'm a tired, tired I, I need a break. I need a break. A baby needs a rest. Yeah. <laughs> and especially when you're such a giver. Like, I am a giver. So, like, in relationships, I've given too much. And I see that, like, it is exhausting. And it's it's unsustainable. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing. Unsustainability is not cute. Mm-hmm. So, sustainable boundaries and things that will keep you happy in the long run are more important than short-time making sure a boy's happy for like a month or two like Mm -hmm. no no focus on yourself girls Mm -hmm. and boys boys girls everyone focus on your happiness absolutely yeah you always have to put yourself first and make sure that you are well taken care of and it's not selfish no it's not selfish. at the end of the day everybody in the world is should be prioritizing themselves making themselves their number one and honestly if we lived in a world where everybody's main focus was making sure that they're fucking eating well they're working out they're setting boundaries they're having healthy relationships they're setting good goals for themselves if everybody was super dedicated to themselves and their personal development like the world would be what a better an place. amazing world to live in yeah can you imagine so like it's like yeah there is such thing as being selfish and being a fucking dick and being yeah. super self-centered but, but focusing prioritizing on yourself. yourself and making sure that you're well taken care of is and you're happy selfish. is not selfish that that's, should just be like the baseline that's the of most our existence. selfless thing because then it's just gonna attract all the other amazing things you need absolutely in your life. so be uh-huh. selfless and care about yourself yes. and your own boundaries <laughs> absolutely so important yes and then what was boundaries i guess we kind of talked about relationships Mm-hmm. but all of this is like it's all it's all kind of interconnected <laughs> yeah absolutely and then yeah. like sex like did you have any like like if you were gonna teach like a sex positivity class like what are like three core themes that you'd want to like cover like you don't have to actually mm-hmm. teach us a whole list of things but just like three things that you want the audience to really like focus on especially in the first few months of getting to know somebody. So like, and the example of you, the way you interview. Yes. <laughs> um, but like another way that people can play, like if they can't be celibate and like for me, me and Chris kind of just jumped in and like he hadn't been with anybody for a while. It only been three weeks for me, but like I was literally masturbating like five times a day, every day. <laughs> like I'm kind of a nip when it comes. Yeah. So like for me to be celibate, it's, those three weeks was me being celibate. I think that was like the longest. <laughs> yeah. Life, so. But I've been in long relationships, right? So it's like Absolutely, for me, it's like I'm yeah. so used to that, like having it close, being able to like get it whenever. Mm-hmm. And like it, it was hard. But I'm glad I waited. Chris was like 
the only guy I've been with since my ex. So it was like, oh, that's so. He cute. was worth the wait, but it was like, damn, absolutely, <laughs> a long three weeks, <laughs> longest three weeks of yeah. my life. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like for me right now, like I am a very like sex positive, like do whatever the fuck you want kind of person. If you're on like a hoe vibe, go for it. Live Have your, your life. whole face, everyone, before you like, you know. I mean, you don't have to, but you will probably be happier for it if you have a hoe phase because you won't have the what ifs. Yeah. You'll know what it's you a good like. Thing to experience. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see like how it feels for you. But I don't know. It's really funny for me, like being like the spiritual stripper. It's like it should just be like, oh, fuck whoever, like orgies, have fun. But I'm kind of on like the opposite she, trend right now. She's surprising you, anyone? Um, like? I'm like, yo, fucking be celibate. Like, notice the reasons that you're choosing to have sex with people. Like, are you choosing to have sex with? people out of a desire to connect on like a deep loving level or are you choosing to have sex with people because you're afraid of actual intimacy because for a lot of people them having sex with somebody is less intimate than them like snuggling with somebody you know what i mean there are a lot of people that are like that and so it's like are you having sex because you are trying to distract yourself from not being able to feel are you afraid of intimacy so basically what we're trying to say is that you need to do the inner work before you just go out and throw yourself at anyone because absolutely i think healing just have intention intention but also healing any wounds especially surrounding or involving sex because if you just keep having empty sex or like just filling your life with like multiple partners that you can't even truly connect with because Mm -hmm. you haven't like healed the past sexual trauma you are carrying with you in every interaction absolutely and i think that's the biggest thing with young not even just young folks but i think young girls that haven't been able to even verbalize what happened to them like Mm. i've been through things that going to the cops doesn't really matter like they just like brush aside like Mm. sexual harassment sexual assault is not unfortunately seriously taken especially with like male cops like they'll just be like oh so you were drunk Mm. oh so you were this Mm. and it's like okay well then why the fuck am i here i should just like go home and cry myself to sleep i guess yeah it's just it's humiliating to talk to a male cop and like Oh, what happened and then them never call you back i uh, never like give you any indication that you even interviewed the other person it's just like they kind of leave you on the hook like you're the worm they put you down and then it's like am i coming out or like what's going on like, uh, so it's just i so feel for bad. you having that experience that is like really hard yeah. and that's got to feel devastating when well, you're like looking for support and you're looking for some some sort of anything just anything yeah like a, not even a slap on the wrist it was just mm-hmm. and you worked in government so mm-hmm. it's like you have somebody working in the government that mm-hmm. you're just allowing to go back out on the street to just get away with anything yeah it makes you feel very like invalidated like your experience and your happiness and whatever just isn't very important right yeah yeah and then it's like you have people supporting you but there's still like like the ptsd that came with it like it was literally a full year of like going to the club and if I saw him I literally would go into a panic attack mm. and I'd have to like leave mm-hmm. and it's just like don't talk to me don't look at me like get me the fuck out of here because like mm-hmm. when you start to like the background oots oots like just start to fade that's like when you know I, I'm not trying to pass that in the club I'm just like yeah like you're having yeah. such a good night with your friends and this fuck face shows up it's like thanks for coming through and have you healed those wounds like is yeah. that it took like a full like year year like 2017 to like 2018 it took 
me talking to my friends like just mm -hmm. after going to the cops i did even though they didn't help thanks guys uh but it like helped me at least purge what happened mm -hmm. took pictures of the bruises everything that like happened afterwards but it was like still a shock moment when it's your roommate for sure but like you wake up and like it's just it was a very rough situation mm -hmm. but i think it also helped me just be a little more discerning with people i allow into my life like I definitely am being a lot pickier since being 19, 20. Like I'm not allowing people to take advantage of me and I'm allowing myself to decide, hey, thank you for like being interested as like a friend or like a potential person, but I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> like again, boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> just it all comes back to boundaries. It really, life is it literally really just learning boundaries are where so your boundaries are. And sometimes people will push your boundaries, but you have to be firm enough to step back and like step up. Not allowed. <laughs> and so after that experience, would you say that like you were walking around with a lot of shame? Did you feel like ashamed of the experience? At I all? did not feel ashamed. No? I was like, okay, you motherfucking beautiful. feel ashamed because yeah. a every female in Victoria already fucking hated him because he's one of those men that just like a don't take no for a fucking answer. Yeah, keeps pushing. Oh, are you sure I can't get your number? Mm -hmm. Literally that meme like, can I get your number? Mm -hmm. Hey, can I get your number? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, except it's not funny because he's like six three, big dude, like scary for yeah. a girl that's like hundred pounds. Like, what are you? gonna absolutely i feel helpless yeah and it's just shit to be like in that position to it's it was embarrassing more because there were a lot of males that took his because they're friends already whatever that's fine i don't expect you to take my side but it's just it's like when people are like it's not all men i'm like but all y'all know a rapist is all mm -hmm. i'm saying because mm -hmm. every woman has a story about some asshole so don't say not all men when every female has had some story absolutely so i just yeah. hate that narrative of like no old men it's like okay but there's so many of y'all that have it so twisted like you need to teach your your fellow peers you guys should be holding each other accountable yeah yeah and that's good honestly i feel like the thing that keeps a lot of women from being able to um fully heal and kind of like leave those experiences behind them is just that they feel so much shame. I know shame is and a shame bad is such a like feeling. deep, deep, deep feeling. And when that's something that permeates your energy always, it's really hard to be able to let those feelings go. So, um, and having a safe space to purge because yeah, being able to release shame, a lot of it is just being able to share your experiences and to have other people that are just like, hey, like that's happened to me as well. You're not crazy. Literally, you're not the first dirty, time people gross. be like me too. I was like, yeah, before the me too, like this is like grade four. I'm I remember like telling a girl something and she told me like oh my god something like that happened to me and it was like a ripple effect and it was like it's gone we're nine years old yeah why the fuck are there sexual things happening yeah. to us when we haven't even hit puberty yeah i hadn't even had my period i was like 11 or 12 and i got followed home by a guy for months he was just showing up around my neighborhood and he would walk by me on the street like masturbating i didn't this? even know Not what masturbating men? was enough men like terrifying 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 it's things creamy. and it's like i had never even had my first kiss i had never like i hadn't even gone through puberty and i'm already Being like stalked those are the experiences that give you shame and those are the experiences that gave me this feeling of deep deep shame of being 
being a woman, of being sexual, of being feminine, you know? And I feel like that shame is something that as a collective, a lot of women are carrying around. And that's like another big part. Gotta release it, baby. Um, Gotta release the shame. Yeah, that's another big part of creating this narrative and having these conversations is just women knowing that they're not the only ones and that they don't have to feel bad about who they are and how they were born. You know what I'm thinking? What? Okay, she's got a blog, everyone. So I'm thinking... (laughs) After this, looking at your blog and seeing if we can have like a purge, like an anonymous, you can do anonymous, but like a purging of like talking and then Mm. we can like reach back out to them through email or whatever if they want to be like talked to or if you just want to leave it and just have it on the world so other girls can or guys can relate to you. I think that would be so cool or just I could make a separate forum Mm -hmm. and it can be like an anonymous forum Mm -hmm. and just I feel like that's so important like get rid of the shame I would absolutely love that okay so this is happening everyone yeah (laughs) we're making it so fun I just want to help people I don't want like people to feel like I think I used to blame myself for certain things when I was younger because you're so young you don't even know what's happening Mm -hmm. but then when you're like a teenager and you turn an adult you're like that was so fucked up what yeah. happened <laughs> whoa literally like, you look back and you're like what the fuck was that and why did i for a single why minute did I internalize ever that? feel bad about that because that is so not on me girl the amount of experiences that i have like that that i walked around for years just feeling so horrible about and as i get a little bit older and as i get a little bit more you shed that shame deserving, baby shed i'm just like shame. what the fuck was that like my like bullshit level of like the stuff that i will tolerate in my life is like so fucking low i think that's like, the I'm not biggest problem anything. too when you're young your threshold for shit you take is so fucking high guys like i'm only five two but let's just fucking say i was like my capacity for like allowing shit to like you know I wasn't as like assertive as I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little like not even quiet spoken, but I was just less confrontational because I was just like, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal or I don't need to go to the cops because and again, going to the cops doesn't always do anything, but at least you put your statement in, right? Like, Absolutely. As yeah, long as you're standing you, up for yourself. Yeah, stand up for yourself. And if there's other ways you can stand up for yourself, it doesn't always have to result in a police um, recording. But again, shame is not you should not be burdened by the shame that somebody else put upon you. Absolutely. And learning to take the shit you take from 170,000% to, as you're saying, don't take shit. Mm -hmm. Like the level of amounts that you will allow into your life, very low, baby, because we're trying to live our best life. Yeah. (laughs) And people don't deserve our energy if they're just going to abuse it. Absolutely. Like I'm to the point now where like, I don't even like laugh off this shit anymore. Like, you know, when somebody like says something like rude or uncomfortable or like yeah. kind of I'm fucked up there. and girls I'm are just like, there. oh, ha 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 ha. You know, like I'm to the point where like, I don't even laugh along <laughs> anymore. I'm like, excuse yeah. you. Like, what did you just say? Like, did I'm I, getting there. did I hear that correctly? Like having boundaries doesn't have to be like this big thing in like your close relationships. It's literally With just strangers. as much. Love yeah. It. As just like when dudes do some fucking weird shit to you instead of being like, oh, ha 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 ha. I do just be like, friends. Actually, more than no. myself. <laughs> like, like, I stand up better like that in 
in in advance of friends getting talked to a certain way. I'm like, excuse me, what did you just say to her? And why do you think that is? Why do you think you have an easier time doing that for other people than yourself? I think I'm like the mama bear. Like I'm the protective one. I'm the one like at the, that's why I'm such a lightweight. Like I was always the more sober one, making sure all my friends got home properly or like Mm. we are all together. Cause some of my girls be rowdy as shit. You all know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) So I was always the mama bear and I just didn't really like getting drunk. So I like being a little tipsy and just like riding a wave but being aware of everyone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I think it's just easier for me to like stand up for people and like maybe just not allowing for myself. Like I'm better at it and I can easily do it now, but I think before I was just scared of like what that would mean, like standing up for myself, what that would do or like how that would cause a ripple effect of problems because guys don't like to hear your boundaries and like, I just got better at realizing my boundaries and standing up for my boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's always just been so easy to have attitude Mm -hmm. (laughs) when it's in respect for a friend or Mm -hmm. like somebody else, even if it's a stranger. I will literally, in high school, I would like stand up to the bullies and be like, what the fuck? This kid is literally like grade eight and you're fucking grade 12. Like, go fuck yourself. Absolutely. I would literally stand in the front of people and be like, just leave. Like, go away. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like, I feel like with ourselves, we're a lot tolerate a lot more bullshit <laughs> yeah which is so funny why. it's easy to see other people and be like obviously this person doesn't deserve yeah. to be treated like this or spoken to like but you this. might internalize but when it comes to ourselves it's just like well maybe i do deserve to be spoken like this you know especially in relationships i think like you get brainwashed in certain relationships where it's like you got to a part of your relationship where you started off not great it got a lot better so you're peaking and then it's starting to like fall again which is kind of what happened in my last relationship and like you're just you're not necessarily tolerating, but you're kind of making excuses. You're making excuses for them. You're for like, oh, sure. well, it's not that bad. I mean, he kind of does this. And it's like, why am I pulling teeth just to like try to explain how mm-hmm. quote unquote happy I am? And then meanwhile, your friends are like, yo, dump him. <laughs> like, fucking like, get rid of this guy. And it's like, I mean, I should be patient or like blah, blah. And yeah. don't wait for nobody. Like, honestly, like if they're not ready to grow with you, move with you, flow with you, so again, sometimes you just gotta mourn relationships and yeah. say, okay, well, you're not in tune with my frequency right now, and I can't really hold my frequency back just because you're afraid to leave your comfort zone. Especially when you're so young. We're so young. I'm yeah. like, bro, I'm not trying to At wait. like 19 years old, like, <clears throat> this is gonna sound so bad, but like, I'm selling a lot of my furniture, mm-hmm. and there was this couple that came and like picked up my couch, and they were so cute. They'd been together for like four years or something. They were like 22, 23. Oh, they've and been they were together like, buying, forever. Yeah, forever. And they were like buying the couch, like just moving in with each other. And I was like asking them about their relationship, and I was like, oh, you guys are so cute. You're so sweet. And in the back of my mind, I was like, you're never gonna last. Do you, <laughs> do you know? Because it's like, what are the chances that you're actually together from the time you're 18 or 19 years old and you can grow in alignment with that person for that long there are some people and that's a beautiful thing it is if you find your person that's beautiful like i wish that i had that experience but it's just not the case for most people like i remember my first love at 18 we're like growing at rapid rates absolutely society puts pressures on women to be a basically ready to be a mother at 18 mm-hmm. which if i was a teen mother that would have been a fucking nightmare a disaster and, and i love kids i can't wait to have kids but like low-key it's just not it for my lifestyle but some people it's like they have kids really young they have another kid and then it's just like you don't get to necessarily focus 
on what you need and what you mm-hmm. want and you're trying to make it work with baby daddy because you don't want to like have two separate houses you don't want to like make it harder on your kids but you're making it harder on yourself because you're trying to think of everyone except you baby and you gotta focus absolutely on like even if you're a young mom or even if you have a baby daddy multiple baby daddies like don't stay with somebody out of the kids benefit because they're gonna feel the frequency kids feel things a lot more intensely than we give them credit for they're a lot smarter than we give them credit for they see social cues they see body language they do they can feel it they feel it they, yeah like your sensory overload when you're young like mm-hmm. from zero to like what five or something those are like the most integral years and if you're really stressed mommy's crying all the time they're gonna pick up on that mm-hmm. and it's not good for them or mommy or daddy so I think it's just stopping the force of like the nuclear family and feeling like you have to stay with somebody to like have a healthy family because look at all the blended families we've got now all the like polyamorous families like there's so many beautiful ways to be a family and there's not just one cut Mm -mm. i think people need to release that nuclear family idea Mm. works for some i'm probably gonna have a nuclear family yeah but it doesn't work for most people most people I see like they want to have open relationships open marriages like they just they want to experience things they don't want to just limit themselves to one person or expecting one person to fulfill every need they have Mm -hmm. because that is not fair like that's I have lots of friends because I have different niches I have different things I want to do I want to create music I want to do like all these things and obviously Chris works in film like we're not going to collaborate on music we're not going to do certain things together so having friends outside of your relationship is really important. So important. And having just friend, family ties and just like having freedoms outside of your relationships. Boundaries, baby. Boundaries. But as you were saying about... <clears throat> oh girl we have just gone like all it's over the place we are full circle, full circle and like a little squiggle across the middle yeah. and, like, up and down <laughs> and left and right but i feel like it's all on brand like we wanted to talk about sex we wanted to talk about boundaries which it is it's all related with everything boundaries is basically the biggest <laughs> piece to take away from this because every section whether it's relationships whether it's sex whether it's choosing which university you want to go to it's the boundary of what you want whatever so break down what a boundary i guess is boundary just means anything that you're comfortable with a boundary is where one thing ends and another thing begins so a boundary is where you end and where somebody else begins and being able to have that separation of this is where i end and this is what is for me and this is what is not for so you so this is my line and that is, this you. is my line yeah exactly like a boundary if you think of it in terms of just like a boundary between like property mm-hmm. like if you're thinking about it geographically it's just like this is where one thing ends is where another thing begins okay. and it's important to have that end for yourself of like this is mine this is for me and this is something that i'm not giving you access to i love it's that. about deciding how much of yourself you're going to give to somebody else is basically like the kind of like webster's dictionary okay. definition of a boundary because i've never actually heard like because i think mm-hmm. i used to be confused about boundaries like when mm-hmm. i was younger like even like two years ago like before i really got into my spiritual growth and like boundary building and like really making sure you are respecting your boundaries and i never had like a concrete webster's definition so thank you yeah (laughs) i think it's hard for some people to like self-actualize like what is what would would this be a boundary would this be a boundary so again basically anything that you feel up to the red line Mm -hmm. like that's your red tape 
whatever you feel this is me that is you maybe you're into anal maybe you're into this but you don't want to do penetrative sex like there's some couples that don't do and people think oh my god that's crazy why wouldn't you and it's like that's just their boundary they don't want to do that but they might want to do it to you maybe they're a top and you're at the bottom so (laughs) there's like it's about whatever works for you absolutely whatever floats your boat might not float somebody else's boat but that's why you find people that can respect your boundaries mm-hmm. and are okay not crossing those boundaries. Because mm-hmm. I think, again, the biggest traumas girls have from relationships as teenagers, young adults, is being with men that don't give a fuck about boundaries and don't even see boundaries. They're like, what? You said no? Oh, sorry. I didn't. No. What I want is what I want. And that's when you stay away from the narcissist because absolutely, those yeah. people don't care about you. They don't. They care only about number one and what number one gets and you're you're just collateral damage so (laughs) a guy not being able to respect your boundary is a very clear indication that you should not be with them and another funny thing is that a lot of women are afraid to set boundaries because they think that men will not respect them and that men won't want to be with them and that you're like the right men will want to be with you the right men not only will they want to be with you but i'm very clear with my boundaries and i'm very clear with asserting my boundaries man or woman sorry and we're talking about times that i have guys that are like oh like not gonna lie i find it fucking so hot that you're so good at setting boundaries like it just really shows that you respect yourself that you can stand up for yourself like high quality men when you set a boundary what they see in you is a fucking high quality woman who is like this is what i know i deserve this is the respect that i know i deserve this is what i'm gonna stand up for in myself so don't be a pushover uh it might look sexy on tv because all we see your fucking bitches that are pushovers on tv and like oh i do whatever he wants no listen to this lady (laughs) she knows what she's talking about ignore all the romantic tv shows like literally the most toxic romantic movie that we all have watched is the notebook and it literally gives me the fucking creeps every time i watch that scene where he's literally about to commit suicide because she won't say yes on a date with him as she's on a date with somebody else i'm like this is the most fucking raunchy movie. Like it's what? And I was a kid and you like fall in love with it. You're like, oh, he loves her so much. He like wants her so bad. But I'm like, he's not listening to her. She yeah. said no so many times, but he keeps coming and nagging her mm-hmm. until she finally says yes. I'm like, dude, if you have to almost fucking kill yourself to get a girl to say to yes. get a date, like <laughs> it's probably not it. And That's it became so funny. a toxic relationship. I can't even remember the notebook. I'm like Dude, so bad with movies. I so... know that I've seen it. She's gonna go home, she's gonna watch it, and then we're gonna have like a little phone call. I'm like, yeah. And we'll you be like, see? that shit is fucked. I definitely see what you're saying. Toxic. <laughs> toxic. Definition like, we of. love Ryan Gosling, but yeah but that character was a problematic that's so funny and then there was the part that everybody always quotes like that i'm a bird you're a bird like he basically wants to be everything she needs him to be even if that's not authentically who he is mm-hmm. and that's not how you fucking go about a relationship just completely self-betraying to be you, like, d- you betray yourself love. just to be with somebody that you want because mm-hmm. you don't want her to be with the other guy that's some bullshit yeah that's definitely we don't have like the best role models when it comes to romantic movies yeah (laughs) what's on tv these days that is for sure dude and everybody loves that movie some people say that's their favorite love story i'm like it's not a fucking love story if he had to 
force her into a date. Like, That's so funny. I'll have to check this out and yeah, you're yeah, gonna I'll watch let, it. I'll let you know what I think for sure. It's it's a long one, so I make sure you have love some romantic wine. movies. I love them, <laughs> but just make sure when you're watching them, you're not expecting your life to go that way. Because if you do, you're not gonna be happy. These love stories are very dramatic, hyper dramatic. It's like shock value. Yeah. Like you don't want your life to be at shock value, you know? Like yeah. you want to enjoy. You want it to be at peace with yourself. And the person coming into your life isn't self-sabotaging or like, what'd you say? Self-betraying. Self-betraying. Yes. Don't, don't betray your own don't betray yourself personality to, to get fit somebody's somebody love. else's like lifestyle. Absolutely. Because yeah. that's, then you abandon yourself. Then who are you? Like, mm-hmm. who are you once you abandon yourself? Mm-hmm. You're just going to be like, grabbing at straws and like trying your best and that's going to cause anxiety mm-hmm. that's going to cause a lot of depression when it doesn't fucking work out because now you're like well who the fuck am I who am I yeah and girl I feel like a lot of women steals your soul absolutely because girls want to make it work so bad <gasps> that we'll put ourselves second and we will self-betray and not only does it fuck up your relationship because then you're not authentic and you're not honoring yourself but it really just destroys your soul every time that you make a decision that is not in your own best interest to benefit somebody else like a little piece it of your soul you. it chips it away does. it chips away chip at, Until at the end of your relationship like the two exes that i have at the end of my relationships with them i was literally a shell of a human being because i was not myself anymore because i had just made so many sacrifices and to what i deserved so many excuses well, that it's like if i, I do this me. one more thing then maybe this will happen and then they're like, gonna love me and then this no. is gonna change and that is gonna change i think we've both been things through enough are like but I think I'd rather make myself happy yeah. and know that I'm authentically in line with who I am, what I'm doing. This podcast, I knew this episode was going to be dope. We kind of manifested <laughs> it. I was like, yo. Don't be a banger. I feel the energy. We took a little like spiritual moment to calm down. It's been a hectic day for both of us already. Mm-hmm. And it was just Lots nice to on. take that time to take some deep breathing. And if you're ever overwhelmed, honestly, some like literally 10 to 20 seconds of deep breathing, put your hand over your heart everyone and just you know like just taking a deep breath and just like closing your eyes i like to visualize water at the ocean like anything mm. i'm a cancer rising moon. <laughs> that water baby gotta get that water in like there. it's very th- soothing for me mm-hmm. and boss boy here doggo over here he's a water dog like it's so fun to go to the ocean and he just will swim forever so, so precious that's our happy place so yeah find your happy place find breathe. your happy place go hang out there for a minute exactly <laughs> go into nature honestly if COVID's taught us anything is that nature will save us all yeah don't stay Seriously. inside all day like get outside at least for your 6,000 steps minimum <laughs> like an hour outside is not like 24 hours that's a 24th of your day for sure you can take the energy and go outside I go for a seawall walk every morning beautiful Yo, text so I wish you were, if she wasn't leaving tomorrow I'd be like yo let's go tomorrow girl I know, I know. it's fine you'll it's come fine. visit it's fine yeah she's moving to Serbia but that just means I have to go to Serbia now yeah so. it just means you have to come and visit exactly and show us a good time absolutely <laughs> so exciting um so we're gonna definitely I'm gonna figure out the forum what platform we want to do it if we want to put on my website her website maybe put it a both. bunch everywhere put yeah. it everywhere we're just gonna make a few and absolutely. then make sure it's accessible for y'all so it's I want to create a safe space for not just women, again, they, them, she, her, he, them, 
he, he, him. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, everyone's pronouns. All of the pronouns. All the pronouns. We're inclusive over here. Is welcome. <laughs> exactly. I know we've been focusing a lot on female versus male or male versus female, but this is just our experiences because I personally am a heterosexual woman. Yeah, same with me. Yeah. I create content that is like, I create content that is me sharing my own experiences. Yeah. For, so for me to try and slot myself into another box is I don't necessarily understand that. Exactly. And I can't say like what a good dating tip or technique is for a guy. For everyone, yeah. Because I'm not a guy, yeah. you know? Like, We're I don't doing know the best we can to help People you guys. People who are like feminine core and that yeah. that is the energy that they feel most associates with them. That's what we're trying. That's, that's, that's all we the can really. That I'm giving. Exactly. Yeah. And that's all we can really understand from a lived experience. Mm-hmm. So for future, anyone that does want to talk about sex boundaries or any future topics surrounding sex that might be they, them, or like bisexual or gay, I'd love to talk to you because I feel like that's such an exciting thing to like dive into other people's experiences and dive into other people's lived experiences that are so different than mine. Absolutely. I think you can learn so much about the world when you talk to people that are so different from you so mm-hmm. i hate when people are like oh you're so different it's like well bitch i'm glad i'm not the same old betty from the block okay like <laughs> i don't want to be same old same old so like be your authentic self <laughs> you're so cute you actually kill me so fucking yeah, come sweet. on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> have a <grand> come <laughs> hang out yeah this is a very conversation style like i didn't even have notes i made her write some notes just so we well, I make sure she's okay to like keep going through. I'm just, I love the conversation style. I don't like the rigid, like, let me ask you a question and then you answer it. And then <laughs> we go yeah. back and forth. Like, I just love us flowing and like hearing you talk and be like, oh my God, you're so smart and so cool. <laughs> and then I oh go on a little God, tangent. You're like, so cute. Space. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's been seriously so lovely connecting with you. Oh my God, you yeah. hear this everyone? You're such a like bright, light, fun energy. Yeah, beautiful heart. I'm emotional today, guys. (laughs) That cancer coming through. But the Aries fire, like, I'm just like, you are so fiery. Like, me hearing that you're an Aries, I'm like, yeah, of course you're an Aries. Yeah. And you're a Libra. I am a Libra. I saw your tattoo. Yeah. I was showing my mom. I was like, look at her. She's so pretty. Oh, you're so precious. Because she's like, who are you interviewing? I was like, this Uh, this little baddie let me just show her off for a minute oh i love it you're so i I showed everyone honestly everybody i've seen in last week i'm like look this is the girl i'm interviewing oh my god shut up oh and she doesn't even know but i'm gonna be drawing her and me so like every person that comes on this podcast We'll get an illustration. Really? That I'm gonna draw. What? Gonna draw. Are you seeing? This is an authentic <gasps> reaction. I can't um, wait. Yeah. So send me like a picture that you like of your face, and I'll just like do an outline. We'll like make oh it really God. cute. God, you're such a little artist. Right? I I need to. Like, you just do all the things. It's so yeah. amazing. Cause I'm just like I need to get it out. Like I and I want it to be like people never seen that before. They haven't seen like an illustration for every podcast episode. Mm-hmm. And I just so happened thankfully i have drawn my mom and me before so like that's done that's easy but like i just love drawing new people and i love just sharing that like giving that as like kind of thank you for coming on it's such a beautiful gift like so original it's amazing i cannot wait to see it Uh, okay i'll be doing it tonight so (laughs) but send me a picture you know Um, yeah for sure it's gonna be really exciting like send me your favorite color like i like to do like a checkered back it's gonna be cool bless i can't wait yes i'm so stoked and i hope everyone enjoyed this she's great 
I hope you think we're great together. Yes, <laughs> we're very cute together. Back and forth, super cute. Yes. And I feel like we both had similar experiences where it was like, yes, like the whole pushy boundary thing is very frustrating. Growing Literally, up as a young every female. Woman. Yeah. But like some more than others, because I feel like me being a very petite, short female, like guys do feel like they can just bulldoze in and mm-hmm. just like what I'm saying doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm a loud person too. Cause I've, my whole life people have just steamrolled. Mm-hmm. Male, female, it doesn't really matter. People mm-hmm. don't really hear me. So people are like, why are you so loud? I'm like, because I gotta, cause I gotta be. <laughs> cause otherwise nobody's gonna notice me. Hello, listen. Hello, here. Yeah, so, so precious. It, I think you, there's certain things your personality takes to because of the traumas you go through and like you just have to work it baby like yeah I'm loud I'm like I'm not gonna apologize Mm-mm. like you have guys being like Ugh, you're so loud I'm like okay bye next yeah okay next thank I you. How loud you are thank it's you. so refreshing just people who are like originally and unauthentically themselves is just like I just love it. I it's stopped such feeling a bad a long time ago. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I'm too loud, move over. Like somebody else will happily take your seat. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. if you're a loud bitch like me, enjoy it. Like it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, and people will find you in a crowd. Literally, people hear me two blocks away. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you knew I was coming. You always know where I am. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it. Well, for anyone wanting to find me on Instagram, yes. um, my handle is at the real spiritual stripper. Um, I have my personal blog, podcast, YouTube channel, free yes. ebook about Ooh. boundaries <gasps> specifically is you on my website. See? She's a queen. Um, yes, and that can be found at um, the spiritualstripper.ca. And I'm actually releasing a course in just a few weeks as well called Becoming a Baddie, where we go over releasing shame and bodying higher vibrations. Oh my God, it I teach you all of my favorite stripper moves. Uh, we talk about boundaries and we talk about moving through the world with more confidence. So I'm so stoked. If you want to check that out, then follow me on Instagram and you will know when I release it. And I'm and already following, so I'm going to be the first to know. I'm going to put that like, notification on. Yes, <laughs> pre-order that shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm so stoked. So you heard all about boundaries from the both of us, but if you're one of more of like a, like you need to read it to like concrete it in your brain, then you should definitely check out her little write-up because that will definitely help you kind of take visual notes and just be like, okay, so like this is how I should move forward, especially if I want to be authentically who I am. Absolutely. Place boundaries that aren't going to self-sabotage or self-abandon myself in the process. It's an entire book that's like literally every single boundary in every area that you could ever want to create. My own personal experiences (laughs) with boundaries and how I implemented them in my life, the benefits of it, some questions to help you identify areas of your life where you feel like you could benefit from boundaries, like literally everything. (laughs) We love her. Boundaries are so important. I fucking just like wrap boundaries so hard. Like I just want all the women in the world to just like know how and when to set boundaries and how to enforce them so this is something that i just fucking plug so seriously so check proud. it out that's so beautiful yes. she's such a sweetheart guys <laughs> honestly we're gonna take a photo after this is done and i'm gonna post on my instagram and y'all better go see it so remember at sky's the limit podcast on instagram and i will be making a, like i've made the patreon but i just need to like put it out in the world i'm just like so scared you know i'm just like eh people paying me to like put out content it's weird it's a scary thing it's a weird feeling yeah absolutely so, i might talk to you about that after yes but yeah you. patreon's coming soon everyone and 
thank you so much for listening like honestly i don't even know how long we've okay it's not that long it's like an hour and a bit but like we squeezed a lot in here we girl. squeezed this is tea. We've been talking. This is <laughs> talking. We have been talking hard. So yeah. I hope you guys appreciate this. I might make this a two-parter. I'm going to do like a little poll and be like, do you guys like like 35, 40 minutes? Because sometimes an hour can be a lot for people. Mm-hmm. So if you like the more 30 minute, you can go on my main blue sky reel on Instagram and I'll make the same one on my podcast. It's just I don't have as much engagement engagement right now because it's so new but i'm gonna put that out for you guys and then depending this might be a two-parter and i'll just like make it where we kind of start talking more i mean it's all boundaries basically but i'll just a lot of boundaries perfectly cut it so that it's coming soon and then so in the next two weeks she'll be posted and i'm just super stoked on love it on doing shedding shame i think is what we'll probably call it like shedding shame like purge just purge ladies and men and everyone like just purge all your shame and like be anonymous you don't have to put your name you don't have to do anything just Mm -hmm. write it out if you have nobody else to tell don't fucking tell facebook because facebook just no (laughs) facebook will just take your information and store it like (laughs) come somewhere where you can be anonymous straight up and we don't we'll take track of of anything exactly Mm -hmm. and i feel like i want to talk to you about a newsletter maybe Mm -hmm. we can talk all things and thank you so much for having me on it's been such a pleasure connecting with you truly same i feel the same you're a little baddie so good (laughs) so excited Mm -hmm. okay well like wrap it up i guess um thank you so much next time everybody yes thank you so much (laughs) have a great day everyone and stay kind and make sure to be your authentic self every day forever all day every day okay bye-bye